Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Peak Northwest, an outdoors and travel podcast by The Oregonian and Oregon Live, dedicated to the adventure and exploration of our beautiful Pacific Northwest. I'm Jamie Hale. And I'm Jim Ryan, and together we take you to some of the most beautiful and interesting destinations in our region, discussing where to go, what to do, and places to see. And today, like so many days during this coronavirus pandemic, we're staying home, close to home, as the weather continues to become a little bit more dreary. Jim, I can hear the disappointment in your voice <laughs> already in that. And I get it. I mean, like, look, as as an Oregonian, I love the late fall. I love the calming gray skies and the quiet drizzle, the way the moss kind of glistens in the rain. But after like a, a really physically active summer, my body sometimes has a really hard time adjusting to the season. You know, when I'm usually spending more time sitting at home than I am, say, hiking on a trail. Yeah, I mean, the adage goes for the outdoors winter enthusiasts among us, like rain down here means snow up there, uh, mm -hmm. up there being the mountains, down here being the city. And I draw solace in that uh, this time of year, you know, when it's just absolutely pouring, raining, you know, I can see it outside my window at my desk thinking, OK, all right, uh, we're building up snow. That's a good thing. But it does wear on you a little bit, as every Portlander knows, as every Oregonian knows, during these stretches of just kind of downtrodden, weary weather. And I feel like we we have this uh, experience, though, having gone through the pandemic this year, mm -hmm. you know, like early on back in last spring in March and April, when we were forced to stay home, when outdoor recreation areas weren't even open. We, Jim, you and I talked early on on a previous episode about how do you stay active during this quarantine time? And I feel like we can draw from that wisdom on how we can stay active in this dreary, drippy, rainy time. Yeah, I, f I feel like I'm more primed now to have like a positive at home winter than maybe any other time in my life. Just because we did spend that time in relative solitude back in the spring. So, Jamie, we've specifically, for the folks listening here, we've specifically held this conversation, not had any small talk about this recently, because we thought it'd be fun to step back to some of the things we talked about in the spring and seeing if we're actually still doing any of them. So <laughs> I'm looking forward to this. Uh, you wrote in our notes here for the show, the things that I was doing back then. And uh, 
let's just say I've relaxed my standards a bit. <laughs> I think I think, you know, I have probably as well. And I think most of us yeah. probably have relaxed our standards from our goals or expectations at the start of this pandemic. So I went back and listened to that previous episode we did back in March. Uh, and yeah, so Jim, let's, let's go to the list here. So the, the first thing that you mentioned that you were like, here's what I'm trying to do to stay active yeah. right now. You were like, I want to start a daily running regimen. So how has that been going? Are you still keeping up with that? I'm still running a good bit. Uh, that's the one thing that I've probably held onto more than other things on my list. Uh, I wouldn't say it's daily and it probably wasn't daily, not quite <laughs> in the spring. I may have overstated for the podcast, but I was running a lot during the spring. It felt like a thing that I could do in my neighborhood and the surrounding area alone and feel pretty good about. And I've held on to that. I've actually moved since then inside the city of Portland, but I continue to run quite often. I've actually had a little bit of a nagging, uh, nagging knees, if you will, this season. So I've been taking it a little bit slower, but I actually quite enjoy running when you can get a, a, a break in the rain and get out and kind of enjoy some cool temps. So yeah, I'm still running. Uh, am I running as much as maybe I want to? Uh, no, but I still count that up as an achievement or, or at least something that I continue to do sporadically. I think that's great. You know, as you were talking about running originally, um, I had mentioned that I wanted to start sort of a walking regimen and walk mm -hmm. around the neighborhood more just as like a way to get out of the house. You know, when you work at home, yeah. I feel like it's really easy just to transition from, you know, my home office to the kitchen, which is where my home office is, to the living room, to my yep. bed, right? And it's just, I stay in this one little bubble. I think I, I probably did not keep up with the walking regimen as much as I would like or nearly as much as I would like. And the thing for me has been uh, just the comfort of being outside. You know, I live in like a fairly busy street, yeah. you know, and the places I used to walk were down to these more crowded areas. And just having someone just round the corner without wearing a face mask, I'm not wearing a face mask. I don't know. You know, I know it's like outside, it's not as big a deal, but I still just felt a little uncomfortable with it. Um, and for me, wearing a face mask and wearing glasses just doesn't, it doesn't work. The, the glasses get fogged up. I can't see anything. So I needed to find a way to walk comfortably without wearing a face mask. So what I've just started doing the last month or so is just sticking to like the little neighborhood streets behind my house where if I see someone coming, I can just cross the street really easily mm -hmm. um, or I can just take a different route. That's been helpful, finally finding a way to get comfortable outside. But it's taken a little bit uh, for me to, to find that adjustment. It's funny. I do a, a variation of the same thing. Usually if I'm talking on the phone, say I need to, to plan something uh, with just one colleague for work or I'm calling my parents or whatever. I'll take a walk around the neighborhood uh, just on side streets, like you've said. And I kind of made funny eye contact with someone the other day where we were both kind of walking towards one another and both started to make the same move away from one another. <laughs> uh, you know, it just kind of I was on the phone and, and we just kind of smiled at one another and shared kind of this. Oh, my gosh, what a silly, silly deal. What an odd moment we're living in here where, you know, we're both just trying to evade each other on the street. It's it's wild. I mean, it's kind of sweet 
in one hand. Uh, but it's, yeah, you're right. It's just so strange to, to see this and to experience this. It is. So Jamie, you had walking and perhaps a, a bigger ask here. You had daily stretching and exercises. So how is the daily stretching and exercise routine going? Yeah. Again, uh, daily, I would put in quotation marks. Yeah. Um, that's not, it's, you know, uh, but it hasn't been as bad as like the walking has been, you know, I, I've, I've been stretching when I can, I think. So if it's like a slower work day, um, I can take 15, 20 minutes to, mm -hmm. you know, take a break and do some stretches Then I do. And it feels great. It really is nice. Um, just to do some basic stretches in my, my lower back, my legs, you know, my arms, do a little bit of yoga, um, do a little Tai Chi. That feels great. Some days I'm finding, you know, when work is crazy and it's just, you know, I'm working every hour until lunch and I have to go right back to it and keep working through the day. I just didn't have the time. Um, and I've been allowing myself to be okay with that, you know, instead of being like, you know, upset at myself or feeling guilty, you know, yeah. it's a missed opportunity and I would have preferred to stretch. I feel a little tight, but you know what? I'll stretch the next day and that's okay. Yeah. I mean, I think our bosses and just society at large, they're really, folks are encouraged to take that time. If it's going to make your work from home experience better, you know, whether you're by yourself, whether you've got roommates, whether you've got a family, whether you have kids running around, trying to take a moment for yourself, especially as it does get dreary outside. And man, I don't want to go walking. I don't want to go running. I don't want to go do whatever workout I would do in the backyard. 10, 15 minutes goes a long way, I think. And this time of year too, that stretching is so important, I find, because when, because I'm not out and being as active, my body just gets so much tighter. And I really want to keep those muscles and ligaments as loose as they can. Uh, just because, I mean, I don't, I don't know what the long-term physical health, uh, effects of that are, but my body just feels so much better if I can just continue to keep all of those body parts loose. And Jim, yeah. something that you and I both talked about trying to start up that we had not really done much prior to the pandemic was yoga. And that's something that um, you had said, you mentioned you you um, were finding an online class on. So I'm curious how yoga has gone for you. Is that something that you've you've continued or maintained in your practice? So I was really good about this in the springtime, you know, I had kind of an area set up indoors where I felt good about doing the yoga. I actually at one point became that guy, Jamie, who was doing like shirtless yoga on his uh, front stoop. Uh, <laughs> that was me. You know, once it got hot, uh, I will admit to becoming that guy. You know, it was granted a stoop that didn't really have a clear view to the road. So I'm like, all right, whatever. If I want to sit here and stretch and do my thing, no one can really see me in this. They're looking for me. Sure. Uh, you know, whatever. That's fine. I will admit that I have dropped off in that and want to get back to it, especially as winter arrives. And there's a lot of, I think, motivation, like you said, to not only keep loose, but become maybe a little bit more flexible over the winter months. And it's a good way to relax, especially after a day where you've been hunched over a computer for, you know, any number of hours, cranking out the ever-present uh, news variety that we have going right now. Yeah, keeping that routine, that seems to be such an important part that I've struggled with when it comes to yoga. Uh, I found a, you know, a great a teacher who I love, uh, a friend of mine from college, actually, who lives in oh, nice. D.C., and she puts up her classes um, on Instagram every week. So I've been um, taking yoga with her, and it's been fantastic. You know, I, I was good about it for maybe two or three months, uh, you know, but I think once the election started coming up and things started really snowballing, 
I was feeling really stressed out about it. Doing sort of a an in, more intensive stretching yoga class just seemed less appealing to me. To be honest, you know, on a Sunday morning, I was like, I just want to recover at this yeah. point. I want to like sit down and read or watch a movie. I don't want to do anything strenuous. Uh, but now, of course, I'm feeling like, oh, gosh, my body really is is yearning for that still. So I'm trying to find a way to get back into that routine now that we're kind of entering the dark season and mm-hmm. you know, all of our routines are thrown off this time of year, especially when it gets dark so early and we don't know kind of what to do with ourselves in the evening. Yeah. And I mean, I, I think this is a, a good opportunity to to say, too, there's nothing wrong with that reading or watching TV or like mm-hmm. cooking a recipe or you know, cleaning your kitchen for the 83rd time or the first time, uh, whatever it might be, (laughs) you know, whatever it is, keeps you stoked and keeps you happy on these early weeknights. Uh, you know, I work an extremely early schedule, you know, my alarm rings before 5am and I'm on the computer shortly thereafter. So my schedule is a little bit skewed, but even for me, someone who goes to bed super early, it's like, my gosh, it's dark at you know, four forty-five or four. You know, approaching four thirty now. Wildness. Not to belabor the point too much here, uh, but before we go, I just need to hold myself accountable. I had been doing some training via a program called Uphill Athlete. That's right. Uh, that training was awesome. I did it for quite some time, and then I started to get to a point, and this is a good segue uh, to the next thing, but I, I started to get to a point where I could go put that training to use mm-hmm. uh, to get outside and and feel a little bit more comfortable doing some outdoor recreation. And I have to say, I was, you know, I, I don't know that I noticed specific results from doing this training for, you know, I'm a rock climber and I was doing a thing called hangboarding, which is essentially what it sounds like hanging from a board with different holds from it or doing leg raises or pull-ups or whatever it might be. And those things were great. Well, I don't know that I got specific results from them. I was able to hit the ground running when it came time to actually start doing the things that I wanted to do. So the good thing is, is at least right now when we're recording this episode, we do have access to many of those outdoor recreation areas that we enjoy. Yeah, that's, uh, I think, a huge, huge difference to really point out uh, from this early quarantine period where we made all these plans and these ideas to stay active and right now is that outdoor recreation areas are now open. Um, I mean, some are still closed because of fires. There's a few that are still closed from um, the coronavirus uh, pandemic beginnings. But by and large, most outdoor recreation areas that would be open this season anyway are open. So that means, you know, your forest trails, your state parks, your ski areas, a lot of these places you can now go to. So we don't really have to feel like we're stuck at home as much. That said, especially when we're talking about here in the valley, when it's as rainy as it is now, not everywhere is a really good or comfortable place to go out and be in nature unless you're really down to get completely soaking wet, which, you know, some people are. That's your thing. Good for you. But, you know, Jim, that's not something I'm always looking for. (laughs) I even uh, even a a mild run in the city, Jamie, you are not necessarily exempt from that. I uh, (laughs) I I went on a run the other night to Mount Tabor. I tried to go up this little uh, 
you know, I don't even know that it was an established path necessarily, took maybe uh, two or three steps and had a full wipeout. Oh, no. Which I was able to get up from kind of grinning because it was just like, my gosh, uh, this is so silly. It wasn't even raining at the time, but it was wet on the ground. And I just took a good fall. Uh, but yeah, you know, folks, I, I, there was no point to that story, I suppose. But, you know, the hardy among us will get after it no matter what. Uh, I think, generally speaking, if it's pouring down rain, uh, I'm more likely to cozy up with a book or find someplace <laughs> where maybe the rain's a little less intense. You know, there are some places that are are still good. I mean, we've talked about this before in, yeah. in terms of rainy day hikes. Um, and to echo some of that advice from that old episode, um, going to places that are heavily forested. Yeah. Uh, are great, you know, because you get that canopy that protects you from, you know, maybe not all of the rain, but a lot of the rain. Um, flatter trails that you don't have to worry about muddy inclines are good. Some of these steeper hikes, like the the coast range, for example, are not great this time of year um, because you really have to worry about slipping and falling down those really steep hills. Um, you know, so seek so out some of these places where you might find some refuge from the rain and can go out hiking. I really love Oxbow Park, um, mm-hmm. which is out kind of near Troutdale along the Sandy River. There's some uh, really nice beaches there, but there's also some really nice forested trails that definitely do get muddy this time of year. But it's really nice if you have some good boots that you can walk through this these sort of older, thicker, denser forests and just get some get some miles in on your legs. And for me, that always feels good this time of year. I agree, Jamie. Uh, it's always a nice uh, nice treat when you do get out uh, during the you know late fall, early winter type deal. But I want to hear a little bit more about what you've learned this year, uh, maybe some of the the solo things you've been doing at home or out and about around the community. But first, I want to take a quick break. All right, folks, we are back talking about ways to stay active this time of year when maybe the weather outside is less than desirable for some. So, Jamie, we've talked uh, about a number of different things that we've done, haven't done, haven't done as much as we said we might want to. Any takeaways from the year 2020 thus far uh, that maybe prepare you personally for uh, the winter season here? Yeah, I think, Jim, the biggest thing for me is not putting too much pressure on ourselves. I think this it's really easy for us, especially in our society, in our culture, to feel like we have to always be doing something. We have to always be achieving or accomplishing something. And when we set out goals to like say run or to do yoga or whatever, we want to really make it every day. And if we miss a day, then we kind of have a tendency to put this pressure on ourselves. At least I do. And I I know a lot of people who do. And I think the biggest takeaway for me is to just be okay with that and to not say, hey, that's a failure or I failed or, you know, oh my gosh, how horrible am I for not, you know, accomplishes for not accomplishing this thing for, you know, not accomplishing my goal. I think it's okay just to say we can take the time we need for ourselves and we can do the best that we can. This is a really stressful time in the world for most people. So I, I think the biggest takeaway for me is just to allow yourself to do the best you can and just be happy with whatever you can do. You know, there's no need to feel like we need to be super accomplished all the time and be on every single day. Yeah. I'm trying to chill out, uh, as much as I can. (laughs) And I, I think I am decidedly chiller than I was in December of 2019. Nice. 
I can say that with some confidence. I am uh, a little, I am a lot less tightly wound, though, uh, by me yelling at my computer and some loud sighing earlier before <laughs> we hopped on the podcast, you could maybe uh, argue against that statement. But I feel like I'm uh, generally uh, a little bit more relaxed than I was uh, this time last year. And I take that, you know, there's no silver linings to take from COVID, but I will allow myself to say that uh, I've learned to maybe relax a little bit. And that's a positive for me. That's great. You know, Jim, one thing I've been trying to do that I'll, I'll kind of add on to this is just reframe this whole situation. As I think about people and friends that I have not been able to see right now, I've been trying to reframe it from, oh, I miss seeing those people to I'm excited to see how those people have grown when I see them again. That's cool. We're all doing growth work right now. That's a, a part of the process and we're all growing. And I know I want to feel positive and excited about that for other people and not just, you know, sort of selfishly be like, oh, I can't see them. I'm missing out on all these opportunities. I think it takes some reframing, at least for me, to kind of get through this time and feel a bit more positive about it. Well, I mean, when you and I see each other again, you'll see that my hair has grown completely wild, uh, for one. <laughs> I was on the phone with my mother the other day, and she's like, has it been a year or more than a year? And I forget how she actually said it, and I'm just like... Yeah, mom, I haven't cut my hair in a very long time. It is. I can't uh, wait to see that. Well, I, that's debatable, but it's definitely getting gnarly. Uh, has been gnarly uh, <laughs> for quite some time. But uh, this is uh, why recording podcasts at home in your closet is not that big of a deal. Uh, you can just wear <laughs> wear your beanie, your same workplace attire as normal, and you can figure out the hair sometime later. So, uh, Jamie, we need to hold ourselves accountable on one more thing. Uh, we talked about cooking new food. So yes. break it to us. Have you, have you kept up with the vow to try cooking new things? Well, let me, let me just first catch some folks up. So on that episode we recorded back in the quarantine, um, Jim, you had said that you wanted to try to spice up your meals, try to try uh -huh. some new things. Uh, and I said, you know what? That sounds good. I think I'm going to do that too. And we said we were going to circle back to this on yep. a future episode. So here we are. We're circling, circling back. back. And uh, I will say, uh, you know, I, my my meals are not that much spicier in terms of variety. But I did <laughs> learn how to cook sort of a French style omelet. Oh, That was kind of, that's been like my one <laughs> COVID cooking adventure. Um, which I've, I cook now, you know, several times a week in the morning and sometimes for dinner. Uh, and that has been great fun adding the, just that little different way to cook eggs into my diet. I like that. Uh, that's very good. I'm, I'm happy for you. Uh, Thanks, I, man. I, I am. I mean, a, a, a good breakfast goes a long way, uh, especially when, you know, we're not, we're not venturing out as much. Uh, I, I forget at exactly what point we talked about this, but I, I have added a good curry to the mix uh, oh. for myself. I've started doing a, a little bit different, uh, a couple of dishes, actually. I will say I have not made the kind of leaps and strides that uh, maybe I had hoped to in the spring, but I'm a little less stuck in my rut than I was before and am at least more open to the idea of cooking different things. I don't know. I'm pleased with some progress, but we'll seek more as the uh, season wears on. Yeah. You know what did it for me, I think, was the takeout food and really being like, well, I want to support local restaurants and get takeout. 
you know, uh, a couple of times a week. And I think that, I think I worked that in my brain as like an excuse to yes. not be more adventurous with cooking. Cause I could just do my regular stuff and then I got takeout and that's my fun meal for mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, you know, and it, it's been great. I've really been enjoying, you know, getting, you know, ranch pizza or Guero, um, these other places I like to go to. Yum. Uh, and it's okay. I'm, I'm enjoying that. And yes, I'd enjoy some interesting home cooked meals, but boy, I'm enjoying those tortas from Guero. I sure am. <laughs> well, on that note, Jamie, uh, I think it is time to wrap things up. Uh, folks, until next time, you can watch our videos on the Oregonians YouTube channel. Follow us on Instagram at Peak Northwest and view all of our travel and outdoors coverage on OregonLive.com slash travel. And please leave us a rating or review if you enjoy the show. And if you want to support this podcast and our local journalism, please consider a subscription to Oregon Live. You can find details about that at OregonLive.com slash pod support. This episode of the show was produced by me, Jim Ryan, alongside Jamie Hale and Elliot Noose. Stay safe and happy travels or time spent at home. Until next time, we leave you with this 10 seconds of Zen.